two young brothers sat in my office as we discussed the staggering beauty of salvation. God's salvation is offered to every man. The vast majority will reject his reconciliation. During an individual's journey on this planet, he is being tested and tried on whether he will make his peace with God through God's salvation. This salvation is Jesus Christ the righteous. The trial period is our lives, which I often equate to a tank of gas. On average, using the U.S. as an example, the white American male will live 74 years. Each day you live, your tank of gas diminishes until your last drop, and then you die. I am presently 63 years of age, which, when I do the math, shows that just over an eighth of a tank of life remains. If you are 20 years of age, your life gauge is 73% full. If 30 years of age, 59%. If 40, 46%. If 50, 32.5%. And if 70, 5.5%. If you are a white American male and are over 74, you are traveling on fumes. Psalms 90, verse 9, we spend our years as a tale that is told. Once upon a time, there lived you. Psalms chapter 90, verses 10 through 12, the days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, and we fly away. Who knoweth the power of thine anger? Even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. God teaches us to number our days. Are you born again? How much life is left in your tank? Serving Jesus Christ is the most rewarding of all endeavors. One is literally storing up riches and crowns on the other side of this existence that he will literally lay down at the feet of Jesus when he stands before him to give an account. Regardless of the time left in your tank of life, today is your day of salvation. Today is the day to get busy in the service of the cross. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God and gain the power to function abundantly. Now for today's subject. God said, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Man said, send in the motivational speakers. Now the record. How they struggled to destroy God and his inerrant holy word. The contest began in Eden where Satan challenged the inerrant truth. Mother Eve was deceived and Father Adam followed her pernicious ways. Consequently, they and all we die. For just over 6,000 years, Satan has paraded before the world Carnotham's brightest minds to challenge and malign the scriptures. They have challenged and contradicted from every conceivable angle, but they have failed time after miserable time. They have obviously forgotten to read Proverbs chapter 21, verse 30. There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. Thank you for coming. This is God Said, Man Said, feature 517, that establishes the full inerrancy of Holy Writ, miracles and all. These features are archived in text and streaming audio for the building of faith and ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. 
the blood-bought can relax and revel in the beautiful Word of God, knowing that it has been incessantly attacked by Satan's brightest and strongest, yet it stands unscathed. Child of God, your childlike faith will not be disappointed, for God has prepared a table for you in the presence of your enemies. As Jesus said to his disciples, come and dine. How lovely is faith! How beautiful! Hebrews 11, a powerful faith chapter in the Bible, describes faith in verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And without faith, Hebrews eleven six informs us that it is impossible to please God. The nations of the world have a standard of money by which they conduct commerce, whether it's the paper dollar, euro, or yen, etc., The redeemed dwell in an invisible kingdom Jesus Christ calls the kingdom of God, and the standard of money by which we conduct commerce is faith. Without faith, nothing can be purchased in this kingdom. Initial entrance into and all subsequent progress in the kingdom of God, it requires faith. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Faith is simply mandatory, and faith can and must be grown. As you should suspect, the scriptures explain how to grow faith. Romans ten seventeen. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Jude chapter 1, verses 20 and 21. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Studying and receiving the word of God and praying in the Holy Ghost creates spiritual wealth, faith, which is the commerce of the kingdom. Faith is bigger than the universe. Consequently, it reigns supreme over all of life's circumstances, all of them. Faith is the common denominator of all the righteous, regardless of their position in life's strata. Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. The more faith, the more joy, peace, contentment, health, purpose, and fulfillment can be purchased. The most powerful force in the universe, yes, even bigger than the word-made universe, is the spoken word of faith. Faith alone can please God, not works, power, strength, beauty, or academic achievement, just faith. Faith not only accesses eternal life in Christ Jesus, but it also purchases abundant life while we live upon the earth. Many features are on God said, man said, that deal with the marvelous physical and psychological benefits of faith. And new information surfaces all the time, shouting yes to God's word. A December 2010, January 2011 article in the Health Digest section of Reader's Digest is titled, Why It's Smart to Be Optimistic. Before we review some excerpts from the article, it's important to note that optimism is not the same thing as faith. Faith creates optimism. The world's optimism will fail without fail, but faith in God is truly eternal. The born again are always optimistic. We live in a state of expectation of good things. Even the toughest circumstances 
are for our good by promise. Romans 8.28 reads, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Proverbs 4.18, But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. These two verses tell the childlike that all things are working for my good and that every day is growing brighter, making today the best day of my life and that tomorrow will assuredly be better. That's what faith sounds like. The following excerpts are from the Reader's Digest feature mentioned earlier. Expecting good things can make you healthier and might even lengthen your life, says researcher Suzanne Segerstorm, Ph.D. author of Breaking Murphy's Law. Segerstorm is co-author of a recent review of studies on the benefits of a positive attitude and has experienced them herself. We asked her about optimism's principles and payoffs. 1. Feeling well helps when you're not well. When researchers look at people who have similar medical conditions, they can predict who's likely to live longer, the one who feels his health is better. There's something about that feeling of wellness that's important, even maybe especially if you're ill. Optimism also seems to help buffer you against stress. I've been studying for first-year law students for 16 years. That's a very stressed group. But in my most recent study, each time a student's optimism increased one point on a five-point scale, his immune response uh, to an injected virus or yeast improved by 20%. Number two. Optimism is something you do. Anxiety and other negative emotions are known to be detrimental to the body, especially to your cardiovascular and immune systems, and having an optimistic nature seems to protect against those effects. In addition, research shows that people who are optimistic about their future behave differently. They exercise more, are less likely to smoke, and follow a better diet. And if they get sick, they're more apt to actively participate in their treatment, end of quote. A few statistics from the article follow. Depending on which study you read, optimists are 9% less likely to develop heart disease, are only 77% as likely to be hospitalized after some types of major surgery, have blood pressure that's five points lower on average, live an average of 9.5 years longer, end of quote. How beautiful is faith, the supernatural elixir of all that ails the human condition, making possible 1 Thessalonians 5.18, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Thousands of years before man's wisdom began to plumb the secret, they discover that the children are already there. God said, Hebrews 11.6, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Man said, send in the motivational speakers. Now you have the record.